0: It's your guy uncensored, giving you the best footballing lesson outside of a Ronaldo step over. Before we start, be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, so you don't miss out on all our content. Join the conversation. Use the hashtag #Momentum. So let's start because we got a busy episode in front of us. I wanted to start this week with a guy that's he's he's from when he came to this country. He looked like he was he was doing things. He was making moves. He was the flavor of the month. It happened to be around the same time his fellow countryman was in the country winning league titles. He came, comes in, looks like, wow, we've got another one. There's another special one going on here. But if there was ever term set for somebody who starts with a spark but now is just garbage, he has to be the poster boy or poster man for this flat phrase. And I'm talking about Marco Silva. got to a point where he looked like it was to keep them up got them relegated he, tried, he started strongly at um, Watford Went half a season without winning a the game they sacked him he started strongly at Everton where Everton started to think that you know they're going to be back in the, in the big leagues and even I got convinced by thinking well maybe, maybe something might happen here but for the last couple of weeks it's been downhill they've been out there out of the cup They've got nothing to play for apart from the seventh place trophy. And that's about it. So I just want to know your feelings. Is is he now garbage or should we give him more time? So, you know, as a guest, it's only right that you, you start off with this one, Dwayne. So what, what does the Stretford Road think?
1: Well, well Mr. Silver, what can I say? Um, the whole thing, I felt sorry for him because he joined a club that was destined to go down. Um I honestly thought that he worked wonders. Although he got him relegated, I don't think it was his fault why Hull got relegated. Um, but I do believe that he done wonders at Hull. Okay, that's Hull. That's one. Yeah. Yep. Watford. At Watford, I blame Everton. <laughs> I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly blame Everton for what happened at Watford. Start <laughs> off well. Start off well, Everton thought, I'll have some of this. I'll offer you big bucks.
0: Stretford, mm-hmm. you, 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 you're you're you digging yourself a grave here because I can see where this is going. Because okay, you you, you blamed um, Everton for his Watford failure. Yeah, w- 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 who do you blame now? Oh, it's, it's him. <laughs> it's his son. It's him. It's him. <laughs> you blame it's that, him. That <laughs> um.
1: let's be honest, it's him. It's him. It's him. It's him. Yeah. Okay. I, I I do believe that he maybe for a lower league club in that bottom half of the Premier League, he'll do well. But when it comes to the big boys, it's hard to break into the top six. And he, the signings he's made, not being bad, Theo Walcott, is he going to do the business for you?
2: <laughs> Come, on, Theo, Come on, Theo was Big Sam signing. Theo was Big Sam signing.
0: Big Sam signing, yeah. True, very true. But, I mean, he, he, he has spent heavily on with Charles and and the two of them seem to start well, but as soon as it gets a bit Dark, a bit cold. They seem to fade. So, you know, you're, you're, you're the man in the know, um, North Bank. What's your opinion? What do you reckon?
2: I think, obviously, due to the money they've spent and they've got that Russian investment now, so you'd expect them to have burst into that top six. And they've tried to spend money to do so. But I think this also kind of comes to part that the top six are technically miles better than everyone else in the league. So, like you said, he is fighting for that seventh-place trophy. And I looked recently, I looked at his next home games, and I think within their next their five home games, they're playing City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. It might have even been Spurs. And I just think to myself, within that, they're not getting those points. And you expect them to win their home
1: yeah.
2: games. And then you say to yourself, mm, he's going to go climb lower and lower down that league. And then, for example, you're going to have the teams that are around him. The Watfords are going to be knocking on the door. Bournemouth... God forbid West Ham. All of those teams are then going to start pushing and he's going to look worse. Realistically, he could drop out of the top 10. Do I think they should sack him? No. Because, for me, again, it comes down to that same old thing. We've got to start giving some of these managers a go. Do I think he's the next big thing? No. But I think give him a little couple of years in the Premier League and he will be good enough to replace the Sam Allardyces, the Mark Hughes, all of those guys that come... And just pick up a paycheck.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Well let me put this to you, um, Pax the Road. We've we've heard um uh, the North Bank thing, but let me give you a scenario. So Evan do sack um, um Marco Silva, but and we we wanna see young managers be given a go. Why don't they just go after somebody like um the Bournemouth guy? What's his name? Uh, Eddie Howe. Yeah. And just and, and let him have a go. I mean he can he do any worse?
3: Don't ruin, don't ruin Eddie Howe, man. Leave him where he is. Be nice to him. Uh, That Everton job is going to be a poison chalice at this moment in time because if they sack him and they'll be under pressure to sack him, somebody else has to pick. He's had to pick up Sam Allardyce's squad, which can't play football. He's a manager who wants to play football, and they're only going to give him five minutes. Uh, You can't exactly sack him. That said. They should never have given him the amount of money that he had, or has spent. Uh, Forty-five million for Richarlison. fifty million for Sigerson thats mad money. That it's, was just mad. I mean, it's just mad. You can't go anywhere with that. Where? Where's the next player they need? They need—they uh, spent thirty million on that guy from um, Burnley, Keen. He looks about as youthful. Uh, as a centre back, as a chocolate fire guard, he <laughs> he, he couldn't keep out a cold. Um, the goalkeeper they spent thirty million on that guy. To be fair, another one of Big Sam's. Hmm. He's not that good right now. He may become good, but he's not that good right now. Yeah, I'm not a Pickford fan. I'm not. I'm, they I'm, need they need a right back. Well, yeah, they need a right back. The guys had two broken legs in the last eighteen months there's so much surgery that's needed. They're talking about a new stadium. They're actually doing a typical West Ham, running before they can even walk. And then they've got the, the next big thing that was on the block, which was this Portuguese manager. What should have told him not to get in was the fact that he was bigged up by Mourinho.
0: Yep, I was when was to- the last
3: time Mourinho bigged up a successful manager? He hates all other successful managers. It's not enough that he should succeed. He wants other managers to fail. The yeah. only manager that he liked was Ferguson. And he waited for him to retire before he stepped anywhere near. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? he, he, They shouldn't have gone near him. Now that you have, you have they have to give him longer than a season. I mean, uh, or a half a season. And he is going to be disastrous in this half of the season. But then it, they're going to have a decision to make in the summer. And but it's my, a big one.
0: My problem is that they've run out of money. It, it seems to me that they've... they've they can't no run bit. out of money.
3: They, they haven't run out of money. They they, just, they don't want to spend it. That's all it is. They've
2: they got, they got Usmanov and his yeah. and and billions. They're
3: yeah. all yeah. they, The, the yeah. Russians have still got, a, they've still got to um, launder their money somewhere. Yeah, Never, it's as been, good a place as <laughs> any.
0: <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. They've run out of clean money.
3: No, no, no. Give no. it time. Give it time. Mm. They'll come back with some stupid. You know, um, they'll find another Theo Walcott they can spend a stupid amount of money on. Uh, They'll probably buy Sissoko from Tottenham for forty million, something stupid like that.
0: I, I'm yeah. seeing a kind of wishing, wishing vibe coming from you, on on that one. That, but... that, that was trying to get some money back in the club. there. <laughs> 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 Mr. A... Levy, yeah. we can do this one. Yeah, we, we, yeah. <laughs> we, saw that coming. we saw that coming.
3: Listen, yeah. it's, it's going to be there. You know, it's going to be there or thereabouts. Tell They're, just... <laughs> They're going to be throwing money around the league uh, to try and get the next big thing. They want to find their own... Um, oh God I don't even want to use this but their own um, Harry Kane or their own um, oh Jesus uh, mate the Niles at Arsenal or their own um, uh, um, Trent Alexander Arnold or whatever his name is down at Liverpool they want to find their own one or Rashford at Manchester United they want to find their one and they haven't got that one yet so they're going to have to buy that one in
0: Okay, okay. so how are how we finishing this? So we reckon he's still going to be in a job without, within, but he's yes. not. He's not the guy. They're going to take them anywhere near where they think they want to be.
2: I, I think he is the guy that will Ooh. take them exactly where they're supposed to be. <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> agree. I, I agree. Where are they supposed to be? Five or seven? Not in the top six. Well, they, he won't get. There. I, I, I think they're not going to be in the top ten. They they are that bad at the moment. There is no there's no pattern of play. They can't defend across Um, they can't score goals really. They're struggling to score uh, goals.
1: Have they really got a forward?
3: No, I, it's. I mean, their best bet at
0: the moment is is is. Um, I can't
3: believe I'm saying this, but it's Theo, is it? Don't be silly. Don't be silly. He was nobody's best. He's nobody's best bet. I mean, Any uh, Sven-Goran Eriksson was his best bet, probably. Theo's nobody's best bet.
2: No, nah, their, right. their best players are two midfielders: Sigurdsson
0: and Richardson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Well, well, we'll 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 keep an open mind on that one and see what what happens. You never know. He could pull out out of bag and end up, you know, finishing. Where he's supposed to finish according to the North Bank, which is seventh, but you never know. They could sneak in if they never know. Oh, here we go. Here's the fact. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly. Anyway, moving on to moving on to something else. And um, I was looking at um, talk about Arsenal. In fact, I was watching the uh, Man City Arsenal game, and I looked at him and his goals, and I thought, you know what, Sergio Aguero, is there really a better striker in the Premier League on his day? Than him, talent wise, goal wise, everything. I didn't. I. I. I really closed the book on that. I said, no, there isn't. He's better than every striker there is out there. Sorry to the North Bank and um, and your request for Pierre and Bamiang being the number one, nope. or the road with with Harry Kane or Stretford Road thinking that um um Rashford is look, thanks, but, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but he is by far the best striker in the Premier League, when he's fit. So that got me thinking, where does he rank up there with the other greats that have blessed the um, Premier League? And if, you were, if you're if you going to name a couple, you know, you've got the Alan Shearers, you've got Thierry, yeah, I said it, Thierry, you've got... Um, you've got Ruud van Nistelrooy. Uh, I can't think of anyone who's a Andy great... Andy Cole. Andy Cole, he was all right. To extend, I, I his, yeah. his goal right, record, his All goal right, record, his goal record was phenomenal. But I'm talking about his overall play. Yeah, he I don't better. know.
3: He was right. better than you think. His overall he play was, was better than I'm, you. I'm think. About,
0: yeah, no, but I'm, this, I'm talking about the elite, not just he was elite. elite. He was. So, was he? Was he
3: better than Tyrone? Uh, and than and Andy Cole? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say yes because I he, recall. I, I, I'll justify this one. I'm going to say yes because he has a Champions League medal to prove that he was in this. Oh, talking about <laughs> the Premier League, not only that. It, um, I'm, not talking, I'm talking about medals, mate. No, no let's, let, let, uh, let, me let me, hold on. He but, right. sorry, did he not score a goal in the semi-final when they were two nil down, two one down at Juventus?
0: He
3: did. I don't. I'm, we're not. You're not talking about. A muppet. he scored more goals than Thierry Henry if you want to talk about stats. But that's and he's played in a better team and he did it over a more consistent period. That's what I that's the big okay, okay, as a goal.
0: Let's not make it an argument with um over Andy Colby in and out. Let's say he's in he's in the mix. He's in the mix, fine. You got him, you've got Dennis Burkamp, you've got Zola, you've got um Eric Cantona um, Wayne Rooney where does Sergio Aguero stand if he was a top five where does he stand so Nate, as yeah, he was I, as he scored a hat-trick against you guys and made me think this you got your first up well, well
2: what? He, he scored two and one was a handball but we won't go there because obviously VA, <laughs> VAR is coming in next season okay <laughs> we spoke about this one in great length last time but um, yeah, he definitely he's one of the best to ever do it. I'll be honest. He's one of the best that's graced the Premier League. I think it's his all round play which makes him up there. And I guess he's scoring goals right foot, left foot, header. He does assists. And I think one of the telling things for me which put him up there is um, Guardiola brought in Jesus, and Jesus was supposed to be the next big thing. And what Aguero did for me, which kind of showed that he was actually one of the best, is that he didn't soak. Man sat on the bench, said, "Yeah, cool. Let him do his thing." But every time he's been called upon, he's done dirts, and consistently, he's done numbers. Yeah. So for yeah. me, yes, I think definitely, one hundred percent. I'll be honest with you, Kane not being there, Aguero's getting Golden Boot every season. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think probably he internationally, obviously, what he plays for Argentina. Argentina not the best international team. They have a lot of players that they, they just can't work together. But I think he's definitely up there. He would definitely be in the top five in the last... If we're saying post-2010... Yeah. You've got him. You can say... I don't know if we can say towards the end, Drogba. I don't know if Drogba... I what year Drogba left.
0: See, I even him, forgot about Drogba. Him, yeah.
2: Drogba... Um, kind of, Harry Kane, obviously. Yeah. Um... I don't even know who would be the next two, but I definitely think in the last five years, six years in the Premier League, he has definitely been one of the best, if not the best. Kane would you could say potentially could go above him just because of his goal score the goal scored. But I think for his all round play, and you not know how much I love Kane and how much he brings other players in. I
0: definitely <laughs> believe this guy's yeah, he's definitely up there. Wow. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna let you have that response on that one. Um Pax uh, what, road. Uh, what, what do you reckon? Where does, where does Sergio Aguero stand? And please, let's let's keep Kane at your mouth for a little bit.
3: You know, I don't. I'm going to be well controversial amongst Spurs fans. I, I think he's better than Kane. I don't think Kane makes the. If you talk about Premiership goal scorers, he's not going to. Well, he may just sneak into the top ten, but I don't even think Aguero's in the top five. And we have to take into account. I'm older than most, but like. That the, you've got three of you got three, I think. Um, Thierry Henry's above him, I think he's good, but you have to factor in what he's had around him. Nah, that's not
0: that's not no, no I don't want to hit that factor because then it's, it's not it's, okay. It's so we're just talking about the goals, scored. Talking we're about talking about the goals he scored, I'm just talking about the goals he scored and his talent, nothing else.
3: Okay, then you know what? I'm gonna say that Frank Lampard's ahead of him because he's ahead of him as a goal scorer and he's a midfielder so you so you're it depends on he, how you judge this it depends on how you judge told this. You, told you, told is he one of the be- is he one of the best currently playing yes best all time yet to he hasn't finished playing let him carry on but he, you can't say he's the one of the best all time he's one of the best we've had as an out-out goal scorer but Rooney's is up there um Yes, he is. trying to think of more recent people who've who left. The, sorry. Um, Ronaldo? Andy Cole is up, huh? Ronaldo? Ronaldo's... No, not in terms of numbers, but Drogba's up there in terms of numbers. Uh, Frank Lampard's up there in terms of numbers. And the Shearer is the top of the top. You've got um, Andy Cole. You've got um, other goal scorers who are up there as well. So you can't say he is... One of the best because he's still... And that may make him the best, that he's still doing it, oh. I think. He, he's my favourite striker in the Premier League. Okay. <laughs> I, have to, I have to clarify this. He's my favourite striker. I think he is mm. one of the few world-class players that we have left in the Premier League. Okay, okay. Shrek for them, please. Ryan,
0: <sighs> what, what do you reckon? Come on. Somebody's do, got to support me with do, my idea that he's one of the best to ever do it, let alone just in recent times. This hurts
1: me to say, but
0: in the last eight nine years, he's probably
1: the best. Oh. Right, I, I have no doubt. Better than Drogba. Um, I think if Agüero was fit every season, he'll post twenty five a season easily. I don't think he's been fit one whole season. Um, if you has at all time, I look. I can't look past Shearer. Can't look past Andy Cole because they they had to play against proper defenders. Well, I, um, okay.
0: Yeah. I, I, I would say the defenders got better since since uh and, and Nicole's days. To be fair, but I'll
1: I, I, it. I think I think that back in then there, there were more tackles flying in than what it is today. So um,
0: yeah, that's that's
1: yeah. my yeah that's why how. I, but Aguero can't form top five easily. My top five, and as a United fan, saying this is easily my top five, and it hurts me, it hurts me bad.
0: I, I, I can sense that. I can sense that. I can sense that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, OK. OK, well, so I'm going to swiftly move on because I don't want to... You know, I can hit, I uh, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> 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 all right. So moving on to uh, Topic. Well, it's going to hurt you maybe just as much or delight you just as much. Um, so we're looking at the top of the Premier League now and it's all changed. Weeks ago, Liverpool was seven points clear looking like they're going to go nine points clear or ten points clear, talking about how they're going to win the Cup, the Champions League as well as the league, um, how, yeah, they lost in the FA Cup as they were going to focus on the league, they went on a, a winter warm break to Dubai to get recharge their batteries. They come back, they ever wanted, they've won one out of three games. Now, I watched them in the, the last two games, and I can definitely see that when the pressure's on, it looks like they're going to crack, because they can say they're not feeling the pressure all they want, but I'm watching them in each of these games, and they're struggling to pass simple passes where when when they really shouldn't be should be doing better. I want to know: Do you reckon the pressure's on them, or well, we know <laughs> the pressure's on them? But are <laughs> so, you know, Streptford. Then you as a as a as a Man United fan, I'm sure you're quite interested in this and yes. where they end up. So. What do you reckon? Are they going to crack under the pressure or are they going to just simply move forward and and win this league and everyone else will be left behind? No, no. I don't think they're going to run away with it. City are too good. City
1: are too good a team to let... uh, A struggling Liverpool team who, bearing in mind, has very little defenders at the moment run away with this league. I've watched them as well against uh, West Ham and Leicester and they, they couldn't pass the ball. Their interplay was wasn't great but their front three is something else let's let's not forget that but i think they're going to i think they'll struggle i think city are too good and it comes down to end of february when united play liverpool
3: i think that'll be a big game okay
0: okay packs the road what have you got what do you reckon
3: um i don't um I don't think they'll fold. I think uh, I think they're going through their blip and every every team has one in the season. Um, I don't think the um, break to Dubai was sensible because they were on a run of form and it just broke up a little bit. Um, I still think they'll, they, they'll probably miss out to City um, because some of the teams that uh, they've got to play, although... Man City have got to play uh, Manchester United. But they just have more weapons. They just have more weapons. And I think Man City are going to uh, they're going to catch them. And then it's going to be, as uh, Fergus says, it's going to be squeaky bum time. Yeah. And I think City might just get ahead of them and get it over the line. And, it, and it's a just. It might be like by two points or last game of the season. I don't know. But I think it's going to be close.
0: Okay, okay. North Bank.
3: Uh, I, I like, I right,
0: okay. North Bank? What me, do you reckon? Uh, Liverpool gonna crack and Man City gonna take it, or do you think uh, um, Tottenham will come to win the league? I'm sure you'll be happy for that.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course I would. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's this, it's still a long season, but to be honest, I think Liverpool have Liverpool got their noses in front and it, I think it was better for Liverpool to be chasing the pack than be in front I think now they're in front they kind of don't know what they're doing I think there was always a focus like let's catch City let's catch City let's stay in touch with City stay in touch with City they beat City and then when they had the opportunity to go even further ahead they didn't really know how to do it because to be honest let's be honest they haven't done it since 1990 as a club you've got a whole generation I've never seen them win the league as players they've never done it do you know what I mean so for them they don't know how to cross that line yeah and like you said for me now every game is important for liverpool and like, i'm looking at the fixtures i mean we've got bayern munich next week we've got man united after then we've got watford those are three games technically they could all they could lose all three of them yeah okay. and this is where for me now it's kind of let's see because for all of saha uh, Mane, Firmino, all of that like you can pump arsenal whatever score you want to pump arsenal yeah but realistically, that's not winning you the league. So now it's like, can you consistently do it week in, week out? Because Man City, they, once they get their noses back in front, Liverpool, it then becomes squeaky bum time. And Liverpool then start to doubt themselves. Yeah? I
3: think and the
2: are with them and, already. Yeah, it,
3: the has in with them
2: already. And that's my thing, is their manager, he hasn't even got the track record to say, yeah, we can do it, we can do it. They're looking at him saying, hold on, every final we've got to in the past X amount of, We've lost and you're been at the helm. So it's mm-hmm. not even like he can then instill that kind of motivation. So for me, Liverpool could like I said, for me at the beginning of the season I feel it was out of order that Liverpool favourites and they ended up fourth last season. Yeah? And it's very easy that they could also end up in the exact same place this season.
3: Yeah. But that's the thing I that's the thing, I think. I think um the shall we call them pundits or whatever and bookies or whatever haven't helped Liverpool how do you go from fourth last season to favourites this season I don't understand especially with the current champions they've not okay they're not strengthened massively but Mares was a decent signing hmm. I, And Port midway through last season was a different was a decent signing and so they've improved their squad a little bit and they've and Literally, everybody just seemed to ignore that and went, "Oh, Liverpool favourites because they they had a really strong end to the season. They finished fourth, but isn't that their fans um, doing it as well as well as the pundits?
1: Because their fans seem to think uh, they're entitled to winning the, the title as well. Talking to do fans. you not know think
3: you know it's the media who just who are just feeding the fans and the fans are just saying, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we should, yeah, we should, yeah, yeah, that's right. We won it 15 years or 29 years ago. Of course, we're going to win it again. Yeah. They've had a better squad and not won it. Yeah." People you know, they when uh what's his name? Suarez was there uh banging in the goals. And even uh Torres was there and they finished second. So they, like, they could win it and they should maybe, but um people forget that Man City is still a great it's just such a good squad. I think
1: Man City have everything. We're a little kid yeah. Man City have everything. I like, you think yeah. Laporte you make a valid point about Laporte, Laporte was a great signing last January. Yeah, I think having that addition in, in defence of Man City has brought them on another level.
3: Yeah, and people look at him now and think he's been there for years, yep. and like, he only came last January. And Look how much he's up to speed already! And, um, I can you could if look at Liverpool, <laughs> and I hate to do this comparison because I actually quite like the guy. Um, who's that midfielder they bought again? K- um, Kater. K- Kater. Oh, K- Kater. Kater. and He looks dogs at this moment in time. He's not adapting to his change very well. Can I just confirm... He got 55... Wait, wait,
0: wait. wait, wait, wait. Can I just confirm, when you say dogs, are you talking about the dogs' bollocks or dog shit? (laughs)
3: I'm going to go go with the latter because we want to keep it clean, but (laughs) I I, I can say he's, he's, he's definitely not looking like he's the toast of the town at the moment. He... He's looking like he is struggling and struggling bad. He doesn't know the pace of game. He doesn't know what position he's playing. He's looking horrible. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's fifty. And that's fifty something million. Seventy, like, was it 70? seventy? Seventy. don't even make it. That makes it so much worse. I know. And they, they, they've, they've got a, they've got a, uh, about fifteen players, but then if a couple of them are injured, then they're, strugg- they're, they're struggling to be consistent, I think, Liverpool. I think if you look at Liverpool's back
1: line, for example, they've lost Joe Gomez. He's out for however long he's out for. Um, they've got no Lovren. They're playing Matip and Van Dyke at the back. And I don't get this hype about Van Dyke being the best centre-back in the world. That, that for me, hurts me. But anyway, if you look at how they play and how they defend against um, West Ham, West Ham should have won the game on Monday.
0: Yeah. And that- I agree with that, um, but given some defense to Van Dyke, I, 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 I name me five that are better than him in the Premier League, oh, I mean, in, the, in, in the world Premier football.
3: League. World football. In what? Five, <laughs> five center halves. No, yeah, let's do
2: me. Premier League. I just want them to hear. I just want to hear them say yeah. the Spurs and Man United defenders. That's what I would <laughs> right, do. No, 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 it. no, let's, no, let's no,
1: no, no. no, no. Let's go with
0: Premier League. No, no. Let's go with Premier League. Then
1: Laporte. Yeah.
3: Is... Uh, Showny that's a big shout whoa whoa,
2: whoa. whoa, whoa don't whoa, try throw whoa. me under the bus hello, hello? don't hello? try throw me under the
3: bus I think I think Showny is a better centre-off Socrates
2: guys you oh, know you, a bu- look, you, guys, you
0: know look guys
2: okay so, this, this banner has been taken up a level alright <laughs> let's move on don't stop talking about Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right all right all right let's move
0: on. so okay back to Stuffy. no come on, come on. <laughs> Nathan's not going to come back and play if, if you're not to continue like this.
2: <laughs> course see, one hat-trick against City and all of a sudden...
0: That's what I was saying. No worries, no worries. Uh, 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 f- funny enough, um, I was not to talk about another subject anyway, but just to clarify, where we see Liverpool, uh, show of voices, who's got Man City to to, to win the league? Um, Del, what have you got? Who's going to uh,
3: Yeah, Man City.
0: Dwayne? City.
2: Nate, Liverpool not to win it.
1: Ooh, controversial.
2: Liverpool not
0: Ooh. to win it. Okay, okay. I will just leave that there. Liverpool won't win it. So you got two Man City to win. I, I think Man City to win it as well. If I'm, if I'm brutally honest, um, I think they're going to sneak it. But and I do think I, I want to put this out clear: if Liverpool lose their next game, if they lose or draw their next game, they will finish third. Just put it out there, because go, Bournemouth. if they lose or draw the next game, they will finish third because yeah. the rock and the momentum no. will have set in, and they will not. They'll then decide to go. Oh, we're gonna go for the um, Champions League, and they'll put all their eggs into that basket. Mm-hmm. So
3: I can't. I can't see them losing the next game. I do not worry about it. You never know,
0: but I, I don't think so either. But ah. if it does happen, then I put them down to finish third. But talking about Champions League. Brings us on nicely onto our next point. <laughs> We've got four teams in the Champions League from England Man United, I'm um, sorry, as I was say, Chelsea for a second, Tottenham, uh, Man City, and Liverpool. Who has the best chance of actually winning the trophy? Um, looking at it, if depending on how it can work out, it, they can, ha- it can have a detriment effect on their, on their league form by going deep into the competition. But I just want to see your thoughts on where do you see it happen, um, panning out between them in terms of will Man United win it? And will that be their entry into the Champions League if they don't finish fourth? Will Tottenham win it? Their first European trophy since God knows how long. Or will, will Manchester City or Liverpool do a double win the league and the Champions League? So, with that, I'm going to give it to the one person who has a less of a vested interest in it. Um, Nate, as your team's playing on a Thursday at the moment. Yeah, we are. yep. we're going to talk about Europe after. Um, (laughs) For the culture, I'll be honest with
2: you, for the culture, I want all of them to do well. Yeah? Do I think all of them are going to do well? I don't know. The problem is, is the way the Champions League is set up now and then it's always that first round after the knockout, the, the group stages, the first part we get a knockout, you have kind of, it's different because you don't know what the form some of these teams are in. You've got Spurs yeah. versus Dortmund. I don't know. If this is Dortmund of the latter years, you could say, of recent years, you could say Spurs could potentially do it. You could you also say, well, Kane's not there, Dele Alli's not there. Can Son do it by himself? I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like omen um and ah in with the Spurs one. United versus PSG. You would hope... I don't know. To me, Ole talk Sokseja, at the moment, he thinks he's got the magic stick or the magic touch. Um, that one, I think personally, Paris Saint-Germain will probably beat United if I'm honest. OK. Um, Liverpool versus Bayern. It could go either way. It could go either way. Like, part of you would say, oh, Bayern Munich should be able to beat them. But for some strange, like I said, European nights at Anfield, <clears throat> there's something else. I'll be honest with you, like, for me, the atmosphere on the European night at Anfield is way up there. It is up there. And you've seen that kind of atmosphere change ties. So again, it all comes down to what things happen in the first leg. Schalke versus City, I see City winning it all day. okay. Okay. Okay, but does that say that's enough for them to win the trophy? No, I can only look at. I've got to look at this round by round, round by round. That's
0: fair enough. Yeah. So you're 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 saying there's a good chance of three teams making it through to the next round.
2: Yeah, I'll say two to three. I would, yeah, definitely two to three teams. Okay, mm. okay, interesting.
0: Streteford, what you what, what do you reckon? Where do you see? How far do you think Man United can go? How far has Oli got this? How, how how long is his magic gonna last?
1: Okay, so. I know someone said last week that the magic needs to end at some point. I'm not saying who that person is. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah.
0: We, we, we don't name... We, no, we name names over here. We name names over here. We, we don't, we oh, don't, sorry, don't,
1: sorry I forgot what happened at Emirates last week. Sorry. Um, okay. so right. <laughs> um, No, but on a serious note, I think PSG are a tough test. Not having Neymar doesn't really make a difference for me. Okay. Um... I think they've got firepower, like we do, but defensively they're poor, like we are. So it's literally who outscores who. So it's gonna be a goal fest. It should be. I can't see not being. Because defensively, both teams are poor. Okay. I watched that Leon game on on the weekend on Sunday, the PSG, and they weren't. They didn't show anything that made me that thought. I thought you know what that would worry me. I think they 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 go forward, they attack, and they don't defend with shape. So like United do. Okay, okay. So so Man City, City should beat Schalke. There's no doubt about it. Schalke are twelfth in the Bundesliga. Yeah, um, that that's that should be a foregone conclusion. Dortmund, Spurs, Dortmund are flying. They are absolutely flying the Bundesliga. They are top. They're seven points clear. That game's gonna be tough for Spurs. And Jaden Sancho is on fire over there. So, and that leaves Liverpool. I'm not, yeah, Liverpool. They, they I can't, that, they, like Nate said, the European Knights are special. They are special at, at, at Anfield. But Bayern Munich have got history in that, in that competition.
0: And can Liverpool handle Lewandowski?
3: We'll see. We will see.
0: Okay, so at how many out of the four you reckon we'll get for the next round? Because obviously we look, we're looking at it now, where it's not a case of who will win it, because we, we were kind of agreed it. It's a bit too far to say yeah. any team will win it, but... um I'm going to go on the limb here and say all four will go through. All four? Okay. Ooh. All four. All right. Okay, so let these, the packs of road dealt, what have you got? What do you reckon? Is Harry Kane going to be back? Is he going to be there to
3: he probably will be, but it's going to be a tough you ask to. Might
0: to... Even, you've got you've got the goal scoring machine, which is Lorente. So,
3: <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm going to let you have that one. I'm going to let you have that one. Okay. Um, uh, the good thing about all the ties is that they're winnable for each Premier League team. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't... Schalke, I'll write that off, I think. City are winning that one. Um, The next... The other three are tricky to call, I think. You can't... PSG, you can't take their league form, because they're winning their league by 10 points and have two games in hand or something like that. That's just ridiculous. That league is almost done and dusted. So you can't really take their league form, but I think United will win that I think United are going to have too much going forward they might um, they might, especially at Old Trafford they might throw Lukaku at the problem and get him to bully their centre-halves and then uh, that's all she wrote for them so I've, I, I can see United getting through on that one especially without Neymar um, um, I think United are, are probably slight favourites for that one um, I think Dortmund are favourites for the uh, Spurs tie um, and I have them going through. Actually, I think I think this will be a game too far for Tottenham. But you never know. Um, and Liverpool, uh, their defense is going to have to fix up because um, Bayern Munich are died in the wall. Europe Champions League team. They know how to get to this stage and get through rounds. And they're a typical German team. And you are going to have to stop Lewandowski. Uh, you are going to have to stop. Um, oh god what's that French guy's name? Ribéry yeah you're going to have to you're going to have to forget you're going to have to um, stop him so they've got a lot of experience on their side by Munich especially the game at the um, um, the uh, Allianz Arena they're going to need to uh, Liverpool are going to need to step up and I'm not sure they're going to have it with them especially if Man City are close in the league they're gonna to have to put a lot of effort into their league games as well. He, he doesn't have a change up. Without um well clearly with that Cater guy proving not to be as good as he thought he was. And um, up front they don't have a change up. You're not really gonna throw in Divo Carigi and 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 hope to get goals away from home or um um what's your name? Uh Sha-Keri? No, the, yeah, or, well, no, Shaqiri. This is his old club, isn't it? That's where he started. So he might, yeah. he might put in a shift. Uh, Shaqiri. Uh, um, what's the guy from Man City in Chelsea? What's his name? Daniel Sturridge. Daniel Sturridge, yeah. He, he he just hasn't played regularly to put in any kind of effort. So I can see that being a tricky one. So I think only two teams will go through. They're, they're winnable games. It wouldn't shock me if Liverpool go through. But I don't see Liverpool or Tottenham going through. I see uh, Manchester City and Man, Man United going through.
0: OK, so you've got two out of, out of four. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: So, we'll, we'll look forward to next week and, and seeing how, how that all pans out. Uh, so, that takes us on to... I was going to say that takes us on to our last subject, but I've had one from...
2: Yeah. Oh. Um, sorry. sorry, sorry to interject. Um, I think Arsenal and Chelsea will both go through <laughs> uh, <represent> and <England. laughs> English teams in the next round of Europa League um, I think we'll beat Barty, and Chelsea will beat Malmo just for all of our listeners that are not necessarily Champions League supporting teams I just want to make it fair so yeah okay. I think they'll both go through she well it seems like
0: you, you put it up mate. quite good okay. well, me, by the way do they really have a realistic chance of winning it do you reckon what, what, can got... I just interject
3: there, can I just interject there sorry um, with a big who cares Oh. I'm sorry isn't that Thursday Night Football and this is Wednesday yeah
0: like, but, but we've got uh, listeners who support all, all clubs so you know we've got to look out for everybody but so who even they, they don't care.
3: care even they don't care if their team wins it it's not it's no, not a trophy they, they care
0: they care they, it's a trophy no, they care <laughs> that's to what care get into the Champions League can I interject
3: they care to get into the Champions League that's what they care about not the trophy
1: it is a trophy as a United fan
2: I've got to stand back and say it's a trophy mm as a United fan, <laughs> as a Chelsea fan, as a Liverpool fan. All British teams that have won it recently, they all
0: know... <laughs> um, <laughs> Arsenal? <arsehole? Yeah, yeah. laughs> we
2: haven't won it, but we're, we're, we're looking to win it okay, this year. OK,
0: OK. OK, okay. <laughs> fair enough. Oh, just-
2: Do I think a British team can win it? Ye- yes, I think it all just... When you've got to take care of teams like Inter Milan and all the rest of it, you'd hope that some of these teams or the bigger teams will face each other uh, but I reckon I could see probably Arsenal and Chelsea getting as far as the semi-finals each. Okay,
0: okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. So, we'll talk about Arsenal because I was going to go on to our last little bit, but this one came up to, um, t- today when I was freaking through the the, the media and I and I noticed it. And I I don't want, cause I've, I've been questioned about this that, that somebody likes to say they said one of the fans came up and said, "Oh, you seem to be bashing Arsenal a bit." And I'm like, I'm not. It's just that they seem to be in the news quite a bit and. This this what this one article talked about how um, um, uh, Arsenal have going to have roughly about forty million to spend if they don't if they don't reach the Champions League this year, and then it went on to say that um, their then their 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 turnover this year was only ten million more than Tottenham. Now. Added to that, you had a, the AST, I think they called it, the Arsenal Season Ticket Trustees or something. Like, I don't know. what it what, The AST, anyway, were quite passionately saying, look, if you don't fix up, Tottenham are not only going to be above us in the league, but financially, they're going to be above us as well. And then they can see this kind of snowballing effect happening at um, the Emirates. So, Nate, I want your guys on this because I'm looking at it thinking now, is it really happening or, and also, has Emery kind of realized that he's got a bigger job on his hands than he first thought? That he, this Champions League, this ex Champions League winning club, playing club, so now it's a different beast. I'm having to cut my coat accordingly because I'm not being able to buy the players I want to buy. I might have to loan a few players. I need to be a bit more savvy than just being able to buy the best players available. So,
2: no. I, I I wouldn't go that far. I feel we're, we're no different from where we were two weeks ago. I think, like I said, I think at the moment a lot of stuff that comes up in the media is a, on this kind of scaremongering thing. I think a lot of people for a few weeks or maybe a, a half couple, six weeks, seven weeks, they weren't tuning into AFTV, all of this kind of stuff. Now, and literally all it is is just trying to get momentum. Maybe Robbie's sending things out in the media to get momentum <laughs> on the channel. Because I think a lot of this is scaremongering. Okay. Like, nothing has changed. Like, I feel like we spoke about it a few weeks ago in the sense of the yeah. finances. Like, I think so- someone said, oh, Arsenal have been told they've only got 30 or 45 million to spend in the transfer window. What are we talking about? Since when do we start talking about how much money you can spend in the transfer window and the season hasn't even finished? Like, it doesn't make any form of sense. Like, what point would you be sending a man you've got 45 million to spend? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? like, do you know what I mean that's that doesn't make no sense. A, you don't tell another team how much money you've got in your in your in your coffers. But also, in the same breath, they're saying that Arsenal are in the top ten richest clubs in the Premier League. In I the mean, world. In the, in the world. Oh, really? In the world. So you could be top ten in the world, but only got 45 million to spend. That doesn't, something's not adding up. Do you know what I mean? I think someone's doing some form of simple math wrong. <laughs> so I think I think at the moment, it's more of a case of just saying. When we get to the end of the season, we'll just see. Because uh, there was no way in God green earth you've got Everton spending money on Richarlison, all of this kind of money and then you're saying to Arsenal you've only got £45 I
1: Can I just interject on something with that though? Last year, around this time, um, the same thing came out. Arsenal only had 60 or £70 to spend. And I think that's how much they spent in the transfer window. So, surely it's got to come from somewhere. Surely these these rumours have come from somewhere where someone knows if Arsenal finish a certain place in the in the league, they're gonna have that amount of money to spend because we all know Kroenke ain't putting the money in in himself.
2: He doesn't need to. He does
1: not need he shouldn't need to because Arsenal should
2: the money's there. Like a couple guys we've all played football (laughs) manager. we've all done that whole thing where we start to say all right if I finish if you finish top first. We also know that if you want to get back into the top four you're gonna have to spend money. You can't Venga's gone. So there's no longer that kind of that safety blanket where you're saying, I'm going to spend less money and expect more for my money. Yeah, but there is that... When everyone else is spending... But money. there is that wage
3: bill still, not... though, so it, that's more what
2: they're looking but at. But this is what I'm saying. They might. Ramsey's going. Ramsey's going. Yeah, you've got a couple of men that are actually checks <laughs> going. There's a couple that... You've got. You've already said... Right, you put Ramsey in checkout, that's already what? Almost two hundred fifty thousand a week. Yeah, but
3: that's that much. Yeah, but that's not. But that's not even. That's not even what you're paying a right, you. You've got a. Sick...
2: No, we're not paying a Bamian more than two fifty. We're not paying him. We're, we're nowhere near on two fifty. He's apparently on more than two fifty.
3: No more than two fifty.
2: Again, this is all. This is all, all rumors. Right. This is like when we start talking about Erzul being on three fifty. Like, and the next person is probably like one hundred and seventy, if what? that. And
3: that I think is. On no, they're, they're well, Mbappe is yeah, well, on 250 because he was on close to 200 at um, Dortmund. There's on, he's on close to, but that's not. I think they've put that number out there to more manage expectation rather than that's the number, so that people probably. so that people don't get their hopes up about who they do sign because if they get anywhere near Champions League, they're going to be clamoring for Mbappe. you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and silly things like that. I think it's more to manage expectation as to this is where our, our level will be at when we come to spend our money. And therefore, if he only goes in and buys uh, I don't know, one or two players, then that's the reason because we only had this amount. They might be trying to sign others, but it might be that they only get one or two of those that they really want to sign I think that's more to do because everybody knows it's going to be tough uh, in the summer because there is not the players out there unless you're going to spend the two hundred million odd on on a player. That's the that's more the problem. Who 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 are you going to buy? I mean, Real Madrid are out there trying to buy any decent player known to mankind. Looks like they might get um, Eden Hazard, but even he's going to cost them a hundred million. And it's, it's like who who is it that you actually do end up buying? So that's where I think they're putting that out there to just manage more of the expectation rather than this is the only amount of money that we got.
2: But uh, yeah, in saying that, I guess you're right in that sense because we're not, do you know I mean we're not going to do a Liverpool and spend 90 million on every player no. that going no. in this? It's, it's never going to happen. No. Do you know what I mean, and I look back and I say to myself, like, I remember Arsenal were probably the last team out of the top five, top six. Well, I don't know about Spurs, I'll take Spurs out of it. To spend more than 20 million on a player, I if I remember rightly. For a long time, our biggest transfer was like Lauren on 12.5 million, or Reyes, which was 17.5, but he went back too soon, so we didn't ever have to pay the rest Wasn't of the money. Wells, 17.5. Did we say that was money on yeah, Wells? It was Wells. Jesus Christ. How the hell did we do that? <laughs> but yeah, that kind of the big up, man. Man like Wells, I know you listen. Get back well, yeah. <laughs> but. Like, he's not saying that. We weren't spending money. I think the next one was Shaka or 35. And even, you know what I mean? But we were, we were the last people to come to that shop. And I feel we're probably going to be, I can't see us spending 80, 90 million. I don't think we're there yet.
1: But again, our, our, our Arsenal fans like like, lowering what they expect. Because I hear people are paying a £100 ticket to go to watch Arsenal. You get, what, 40 million finishing six nowadays? Um, so, having that kind of money, plus your sponsorship, plus all that all the Europa League money you get, surely you can buy someone. And TV money. Don't forget TV money.
3: Now, but you know, I what I think is is more: th- what player has been successful that cost in excess of fifty, sixty million? I I think... It's a gamble. Uh, it is a gamble but which gamble has paid off because there's a few that have, you wouldn't say Lukaku was a raging success no nope. um, you wouldn't say uh, oh jeez you would definitely not say that Abamyang has been a raging success getting more successful but a success um, Lacazette was 50 million the success level there is is still flat shall we say he's not a bad player but it, is he worth 50 million Liverpool, um, I think they're beginning to realise 66 million for even for the goalkeeper was a little bit punchy. You could have Mm -hmm. got something uh, equally as good for less money. The 50 million on Cater, they're kicking themselves probably. I can't can't think of the last multi million uh, or in excess of 40 million pound player who was worth. The forty million or he's currently showing that he's worth that money. What that's... did Aguero come for? Sorry? Aguero? What did he come for?
0: He was about 25, twenty, 20 25. Yeah he was early then. He was like twenty, twenty five. He wasn't but yeah. he was he was big for his time but not not now. Not I mean the yeah. last person probably was um I would put Sane I think Sane was around about forty million pound mark or um Bruyne, oh no what's his name De Bruyne it, De Bruyne, well. they, De Bruyne were but they were all about
3: that? 40 pound mark. But that's three years ago though though isn't it? What well, it, it is, what it two, is, three, two, three years ago. So, yep. the, in the last couple of transfer windows, the successful signing of, of, of in excess of 40 million, there's, there's been very few.
0: Okay, okay. So, I just I don't, I don't want to continue this too much. I just, it came up and I just wanted to be current and it was it was to be talked about. But so, we're saying, Nate, I'll leave you with the last word. So, you're, you're saying basically, Arsenal fans, keep, keep keep the the dream alive we're not that far behind we are going in the right direction Emre's, Emre Emery is the guy we are going to do what we need to do to to break the to to close the gap i should say and there's not much to be worried about and this it's all just scaremongering and you'll be back at the big table on a wednesday night football as soon as you can is that the story
2: as soon as we can being an operative word Um, I think that's when we're in the right direction i'll be honest with you on Friday, we were fourth place in front of Chelsea. They were talking about Chelsea not coming out. Um, you play one game over the weekend, we, we end up in sixth place. And this is what I mean, it swings around the And I think everyone, whether even United, Chelsea, it's going to be there, there and about. I mean, they're going to be the three teams that are battling for that fourth place, to be honest. And hopefully, maybe one of us win the Europa League, maybe one
0: of us win the Champions League. Who knows? Maybe all of us okay. in Europe. Next okay, season. okay.
2: But that's where we're looking. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. So let's let's go on to our final subject then, and this one c- comes to me because it was it was just, it's too comical. I I had to repeat it to you guys. It is just hilarious. So I was talking to a friend of mine, and um, he was he, he, he was he he's a he's a Crystal Palace fan, and um, we were talking about um, Aaron Wambasanka. I said, "Oh, okay, no, really good player." He then I should have taken a note when he said this. He goes, "He's the best right back in the world." <laughs> I said, I like the guy. I, really, I and mean, I've mentioned it in podcasts before. I think he's definitely talented. I think he's definitely going to be up there. But he's he hasn't even played twelve months of football. To say he's the best right back in the world is is a bit ridiculous. I said. So we we argued that for a second, and I should have known at that stage what kind of individual I was talking to. And <laughs> So then, then he went on, and um, he, I don't know how we got there, but we started talking about um, um, Wilfred Zaha. And then he said, he, he goes, I reckon um, Wilfred Zaha is better than Messi. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You heard right. He said, I reckon. And then, then, he, then he clarified and said, he's more influential. And I, still, I was still on the floor with palpitations at this point. Like, you, you, you can't really be serious but he was dead serious he said he's more influential he goes how many games this is his argument he goes how many games has Barcelona won without um, Messi and I was like, like probably um, a shed load like it's, it's not, it, it, they, they win without him it's not a problem he goes well Chris have won one without Zaha since he's returned to the club for Man United and I was like yeah, that's fine, but he's he's also played in a lot of games where you haven't won. So what's the excuses? What's he doing then? If he's so influential, how come you're not winning every game he's in? Which he then kind of quieted down a bit. But it got me thinking, like people really rate um, Zaha that highly. Well, well, because the Palace fans obviously do, and I get it. He's a He's their folk. He's their hero. He got them into the Premier League. He's probably kept them up. He's there. Everything at the moment, but. For me, he's he's a he's a humongous fish in a very t- tiny bowl. He's not even a pool; it's a bowl. It's an old fish bowl, little round one. And he's he's a freaking he's a Merlin fish stuck in a little tiny bowl. And I I think he's overrated for that fact because until he, he you go out there and you play with the big boys and. You play when it's not all about you and you've got to fit into a team and you've got to deliver week in, week out. It's not okay for just to be like, "Now today's an off day. You can't be classed as, as somebody in that kind of echelon and you definitely cannot be classed as somebody along the lines of Messi and and whoever as being on the same more influential or whatever kind of nonsense the guy said about him. So I just want to know, where do you guys see? Is Zaha rated, underrated or overrated? So for that I'm going to go with... Let's start with the Paxson and Rod. Dale, what do you reckon? Is is he over or underrated?
3: Uh, um, as, a, as, a, as a player? You mean just as a player? As a player. No, just, as a player nothing else. Um, I'm going to say he's overrated. I don't even know why I had to think about that too long. Um, he's not about... He's talented. He's talented. How often does he deliver for the team? He delivers for himself and scores the odd goal and everybody raves about him and he creates uh, he, he creates a bit of skill but he reminded me of when Ronaldo first came to um, United like lots of tricks, lots of step overs but the end product was just basic. And it didn't help the team any. And then when he produced end product with Ronaldo, they got better. Zaha doesn't produce much end product for the team over a season. He'll go for a patch of doing some stuff, but um, he doesn't really produce that much for me. Um, I think I've said this before many times. He hits the ground too much. He just doesn't deliver across. I don't know what he's meant to be—a striker, a wide man, um, a number ten—and he's playing all over the place at the moment. So for me, he's overrated. I don't get where people get this—he's um, world class thing from. I don't, I don't, I don't see it myself. Okay, definitely so, okay. overrated for me. Nate, w- 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 where do
0: you see? It? Where, what's your take? <laughs>
2: I was gonna, I don't know. I was gonna say underrated, but um, I don't know. All right, the problem with Zaha is at the moment he did. I don't think he got a chance at United. Um, obviously they had the Scotsman up there, and then obviously he went tits up. So then kind of Zaha just kind of he'd left do that. And he didn't really did his, um, his
0: daughter do that? I don't, I don't know which one.
3: You do. Ah! Oh yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear what you say. What did you say?
0: well i said did he, he go um up or did his daughter go tick up i'm not too sure because that was a rumor that him and um, her and wilfred zaha were short term i got it ended up with zaha being um, in the reserves a right. coincidence and and then the, Oh, I mean, this is all allegedly so david don't me it's all allegedly i'm just um
2: yeah he for me he... He's not he's not world class because he doesn't score enough goals. Yes, he does have an impact in Crystal Palace team, but again, Crystal Palace, the expectation of Crystal Palace isn't great. Um statistically I read he's the second most fouled player in the Premier League behind Hazard. But again, that could be that he does he does get fouled a lot, but does that mean that he holds on the ball for too long? Or does that mean that he doesn't trust the rest of his teammates? Do you know what I mean there's lots of kind of contributing factors? Yeah it would be good to see what he fares in a better team Mm -hmm. like with better players around him like does he have does he have the ability to step up I know he had the opportunity in May night; it didn't work out would he be able to step up I don't know if you put him if you for example if, if Hazard went and you said to Chelsea okay look you can get Wilfred Zaha will he make the difference no I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's on that level so I yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is I think he's
0: overrated. Okay, okay. Um, Dwayne, what, what do you reckon?
2: Um, as a United
1: fan, he's overrated. Um, Fergie signed <laughs> him. Fergie signed him because they saw something from him in the championship. And he looks good. <clears throat> whether he did, whether he didn't, he'd done the Scotsman's door, I don't know. That, from there, his career went downhill. And even then, when Moisey left and we had Van Gaal, he had a chance. What did he, what did he show? Uh, and Nate, your stat's right, he's the second most fouled player in the Premier League I, I see, I've seen that but why do why does Hazard get fouled all the time? He he holds onto the ball a lot but he actually gets fouled, he doesn't go to the ground and then he doesn't moan about it Wilf, you hear it in the media I'll get fouled all the time, I'll get no protection I'll get nothing but yet, you're the second most fouled player in the Premier League and you look at Palace's expectations their expectation is to stay in the Premier League so, is he world-class? No. Is he overrated? I think he's massively overrated. And if he was that good, England would have snapped him up in the second and said, no, hey, come, come. You can you can play alongside Deli Alli and Jesse Lingard and all these these players. Because they're all the same
3: age. Okay. Okay.
0: So, I'm going to leave, leave it with a one-word one, one word finish then. Over or under? We'll start with you. Um, straight for the end. Over or under? Wilford's over. Over. What was that? No hesitation. Over. Over. Okay. North Bank. What you got? Over.
2: But if he wants to come to Arsenal, I accept (laughs) him. Over Suarez.
0: (laughs) Paxton Road. Paxton Road. What have you got?
3: Uh, Over.
0: Over. That's 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 a that's a that's a that's a four zip on on Wilfred Zaha. Overrated. So, Wilfred. We like you, we think you're talented but you need to up your game to get what you, what you truly should be classed as being rated in, in the game. Um we believe you're playing under your level at the moment and we you need to we need to see more from you. And if you don't want to do that at Palace, step up and move to another club. Go to a big club. So can I just say one thing before you just before you you go on
1: Because um, I just didn't get a chance to respond to um Nate's little thing last week. Nate, I know you were in your feelings last week about Jesse Lingard. But um <sighs> Oh, <laughs> the,
0: the, the guest, calling? the guest co-host is coming with Jesse Lingard. What, what's the Jesse Lingard?
1: <laughs> the Jesse Lingard comment when Nathan said he was um he was massively overrated because he he used um the Emirates as his dance floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I I threw some stats at Nathan, and I'll I'll throw it to everyone. Jesse, big game Lingard scores the goals, the big goals in the
3: big game.
0: <laughs> Jesse, big
3: game. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> make him sound like a hunted animal. Um. <laughs> <laughs> big game, wow. Oh. Are he's talking, talking about the cup final. Oh, yeah. Cup final,
1: he does it in, when we play the big teams, when we've got a result as a United fan, we got a result. We don't really get a lot of results anymore. But yeah. when we get results against big teams, Jesse Lingard always seemed to turn up and play play well. Against Arsenal, he does it, Chelsea he does it. He does it against Palace in the final when we we needed something after Padre's dance
3: yeah but doesn't doesn't the opposition there tell you the story about when he does it i'm not too sure about the chelsea game or whatever but um i was agreeing with uh, north bank on that one um i think he's i think he's overrated not as not as overrated as saha granted but i think he's uh, he's yet to do much at United.
1: Not, I, I agree. But over, the...
3: over a consistent period, you know, not. I'm not meaning he hasn't done one-off games like the Cup Final or whatever, but over a consistent period, say like Rashford has, mm. he hasn't. He hasn't done the same. He's been injured or he's lost four more, and and you don't really know where he plays. I mean, it's clear that Rashford's a number nine now. Right. It's,
1: do, you, nice. do you do you do you not sorry? Do you not think that um Jesse has taken over Park's little role of being that guy that fits in as a number ten or as a wide man or can be the second striker?
0: For uh, me, he. You said uh, you said Park. Just want, just want some of the listeners might not know who Park is, and, and I know you're an avid, uh, Main United fan, I, so please, you know, you got to say his full name. Jason Park. Park. Sorry, I apologize.
3: No, uh, Park. No, I. I... No, I don't think he's I don't think he's like that because I think uh, jisung Park will get into the team on merit and I think um, he gets into the team on injuries rather than on merit I don't think you put him in there and say you know what I need this game I need Jesse you don't you don't really do that because you don't know what he's gonna come with you don't know um, what he can bring to the team yet? It's been he's not defined it for the manager or whoever becomes a manager full time. It's just, uh, no, I, no I,
1: there. yeah, I, I hear that, but I think for me, his his work ethic off the ball is what defines Jesse Lingard. I, I have not seen a player press for United the way he has the the work rate off the ball um for a long, long, long time, and I do feel that. He, I'm not saying he's overrated, because I don't think he is overrated, but I don't think he's underrated. Like, I think it's just a a, a good player for a, in, a, in, a, in an average team. OK. OK. Well,
0: let's leave it there for today. We'll have to pick that up another day. But, um, I don't know, thanks again, co-host, for another wonderful episode. And, again, thanks to you, Dwayne, from the Stretford End, for coming in and um, sharing your thoughts. No problem, thank you... you. Your main United side, or your main Chester United opinion, as such um, it's very welcome and again all those listeners who are out there who want to be involved give me a shout you know where to find me on Instagram Twitter email me whatever you find us and it's been another great episode so again salute you guys and see you again next week all right, thanks for having us Bye. thanks everybody man. thanks yeah, man. Man. and we're done for another week thanks for listening we'll be back again next week providing you with the latest news in football Don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and we'll be back providing you with great content.